1: Show me.
0: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
2: I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones But When the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watch Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am that I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, I've been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's action about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago, and we all make mistakes. I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under, like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate
1: it. And I don't think he ever will. If you are asking what that was, that was a after the game interview with LeBron James. But it takes on a different attitude because once again, it's an example of how reporters decide what they want to talk about. And it's incorrect because If you've been hearing what's going on, well, let me me do this. I'm at New York Post, nypost.com, and there's there's a story today. And this is what I talk about because we know that people are lazy and they only read the beginning of a story, and they don't really dive into what it is. And the first line of this story says, LeBron James wants the tough questions and not just about Kyrie Irving. Okay. Okay. What's 3,000 divided by right. 18? Right. Exactly. After the Lakers' 128 to 109 win over the Portland Trailblazers Wednesday night, James asked reporters, because, you know, reporters are good for asking us questions, but they avoid all the stuff they don't want to talk about. James asked reporters why they hadn't talked about the recently circulated photo of Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, which shows him looking over a group of white students trying to block. Six black students from entering a high school in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1957. He said, I got one question for you guys. You heard it on the video. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo, but when the Kyrie Irving thing was on, you were quick to ask us about it. After the Nets announced the suspension of Kyrie Irving, who circulated an anti-Semitic film on his Twitter account, James was asked why he believed few NBA players commented on it. And so it just goes to show the double standard that we have. I wouldn't call Jerry Jones a bully. See, people started putting Jerry Jones was one of the bullies trying to no. You're talking about young people who are byproducts of their parents and their parents were racist. So therefore they were. Is there any room in Jerry Jones's life where he moves forward? Everybody in America say yes. Then why isn't it the same for Kyrie Irving? Why is it when he makes a a statement that other people find offensive and some people didn't find offensive, why do we always go with the negative part? Like, why isn't there a discussion around that?
0: Speaking of Kyrie, though, did you see that Amazon's not going to take down the documentary?
1: Right. They shouldn't. And the reason they shouldn't is because you pay for Amazon. If you decide to watch it, that's on you. If you decide not to watch it, that's on you. Rate it up. Rate it down. But you don't have to watch. There are films about. Racists and socialists and all sorts of people that are on all those platforms. I choose not to watch them. I'm not going to sit here and watch a video on Hitler. I'm sorry. I don't care how bad it makes Hitler look. I don't care how bad I'm not. I'm not watching one on Stalin. I'm not going to watch one on a black mass murderer. Jeffrey Dahmer, none of them. So... uh, what are your thoughts? 833 1017 Was LeBron James correct in his assertion that reporters don't ask questions about white people, but they always ask them about black people? They always, they're always quick to ask black people what black people think about black people, but they never ask black people what they think about white people. They ask white people what they think about black people. But we never have a voice to say, you know what? That was wrong and he should be fired. Why hasn't Jerry Jones, this isn't his first entry into being stupid. Why hasn't he lost his team? And, and why is the NBA and the NFL a closed society that only they get to vote who gets in and who doesn't? And so my remedy for it is start your own. And growing up, I used to be so upset with people because I was pretty altruistic. Black, white, Hispanic, why can't we all just get along? And then I realized they don't want to get along. Many of them don't want to get along. You know what my issue is today? I don't want to get along either. And I'm okay not getting along. I'm okay liking people that I like and not liking people that I don't like and I don't care what your race is. But I'm not gonna not like you because you're white. I think I've grown enough to recognize human beings are human beings, warts and all. But there are some things that are indigenous to race and it just is what it is. I don't fault people for believing what they believe, even though they're some of the most racist people I know, and I'm talking about all races, all genders. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Hey, okay, where we going? But for some reason, and and, and I guess, you know what? I'm going to ask, if you are, White, my question to you, what is it about race or being colorblind, why is it so heavily embraced by the white community? What is it about race that doesn't sit right? 833-212-1017 is the number.
0: More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and (laughs) 1017thetruth.com.
1: you're listening to truth in the afternoon hey different years same dream it's time to go for it concordia university offers accelerated graduate degrees with flexible schedules and online courses imagine saving both time and money while completing your mba doctorate in business or in education masters in computer science or digital humanities and doing it fully online you were meant for an uncommon life so what exactly are you waiting for capture that dream find out more at cuw.edu concordia university live uncommon 833-212-1017 is the number i should probably get to the talking text because it's kind of blowing up dr ken have you ever this from wayne have you ever apologized for something you believe that Personally, I don't see anything wrong with saying I'm sorry I offended you while still maintaining your belief. How do I answer that? Do I answer that truthfully? Um, uh, I don't really care if you're offended. I mean, I can't control your offense. I think what it is is sometimes you should look at what it is about something someone said that offends you and figure out what it is about about yourself so and then if it if it's offensive, and if it's really that, t- go say something to the person. And I think sometimes you can you can say, "Hey, you know what? I'm sorry that offends you." But me saying sorry it offends you, and me not changing means I'm being a hypocrite. And if that's something I believe, not something I think, something I believe, I'm, I'm that's that's not happening. Like I've told people that I'm not bothered by the fact that you don't believe in God or you're not a Christian. That's, that's perfectly fine. But what I'm not going to do is apologize for being one to the point where I will stand up and I will, I will actually speak my mind. And if you disagree, I'm okay with that. I've had people literally tell me that the fact that you're a Christian means that you are stupid, you have no idea what you're talking about and that you're completely and totally wrong. And you would have to be an idiot to be a Christian. And I told that person, thank you for letting me know exactly how you feel. You and I need never have another conversation unless you ask me, cause I'm not going to ask you have a great day. And didn't speak to that person after that. When I saw them, I made it a point to say hello because my belief Has nothing to do with how you feel. And if you're offended by it, I get it, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for you being offended about something that I believe. Because I don't think you would do it to me either. That's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. 414-688 says, yes, he was correct. This is what I was discussing with my client. And she stated to me that it seems like you are still upset about slavery. And I said, no, I'm upset about you guys always broadcasting the negative when it comes to black people. That's the problem. Give me a ding. Good Lord.
0: What? Ding. There's your ding. Wow. You, You can't ding dictate me. Like
1: yes, I can. The morning show yes, I can. No, you can't. Why not? Cause I gotta deal
0: with it enough. Like, see, that's the thing. And that was see, look. Why
1: are you hollering at me?
0: See, no, 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 Linda, 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 listen. See, that's the thing, man. When I started this ding stuff, It was it wasn't just handed
1: out all willy nilly. You needed to earn it. I just read something, and evidently you wasn't listening because it was on point. And you're right. I was not listening. So that's all I'm saying. So if you're not listening to my show and I can't get my show done and I can't get the ding when I'm supposed to get a dang, what we doing, dude? Because <laughs> 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 <Ooh. laughs> I saw him look up like, what? I'm like, ain't what? It ain't, it ain't, I can't even command. I can't even command attention in the booth. I'm going to cry. But we say that to say being <clears throat> silly and stuff is absolutely right. Like, stop making assumptions for me. Ask me. Don't act like you're so arrogant that you know why I'm upset. You have no idea. Ask. Stop trying to think for people that you know nothing about. You don't understand the culture. You don't understand most of our language. And then you turn around and act like because somebody's upset, it's like, oh, you know, it must be because it's black. It's got to be raised. And then instantly negate it. It's insulting. 262444 says, J.J., Jerry Jones, is the master of his plantation. He buys and sells slaves and gave them a directive to not take a knee during the Kaepernick protests. As a teenager, his morals and values were established. Not saying a person can't change, but given his profession, not likely as we continue to be overlooked for coaching positions and NFL ownership opportunities. Well, I'm going to be honest with you about the Kaepernick piece. If I'm paying you $5 million, $10 million, $20 million a year, and I say to O'Neal, you have a private contract with a person who pays you And you're an employee. If they say don't kneel, don't kneel. That's just life. You should have thought about that before you went into it. You should have thought about the fact that all of the policies only go to the players and not the owners. Because they're their own little cabal. And they dictate who owns what. That's why you couldn't get a black owner of the Bucks. It ended up being somebody from New York and you couldn't give it to a black owner from the Midwest. Why? And I'm not complaining about who the owners are today, but I'm just saying that at some point it, it, it gets to a point where you can plainly see it's not our fault anymore. Like, We step up to the, like every single time we do something and we put ourselves into a process, the line gets moved. Oh, if you want this, you got to have this, you got to have that, you got to have this, and then you get it. Oh, uh, we added this one other thing, so, you know, maybe next time. And after you hear that for so many times, you just stop. You just give up. Or you get your own. And so, my thing is sometimes the only way to get around things, the only way to get around things is to get your own. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. 833 1017 is the number. <clears throat> I'll say Mr. Jones is exactly who he is. No reporter will speak on his, I'm, I'm assuming that meant race ignorance. Remember, he's white, he's rich, he's privileged, and his culture is by any means necessary. So whether you have a contract or not, employees are not property, they're human. It's not 1641. Well, yes and no. When you have a personal services contract with very specific rules written out, that is, it is what it is. If you cause anything that's disruptive that in the contract it says you can't do, they can get rid of you. And they don't have to play you. It's not like it's in your contract that you are start. I, uh, I wanted my contract. I'm the starting quarterback. No, you have in your contract, you're a quarterback. And if we decide you start, you start. And if we decide you don't start, you don't start. But I think you understand that when you go in. That this is still a two-way thing. The problem is many of the rules and the procedures and the laws you sign up for because you want the paycheck not realizing that when they come back and bite you, you're stuck. And what's the worst thing for a person to do? To be paid for something. Them to not
0: be valued. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
2: I am
1: happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as as the greatest, 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 I am the greatest, the greatest in what will go down in history? The greatest, the greatest. I am the greatest today. I am the greatest, the greatest. In what will go down in history? The greatest, the greatest. I am the greatest today. I am the greatest, the greatest down in history, the greatest, the greatest, I am the greatest today, I am the greatest, the greatest, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon, they finally made a song about me. <laughs> wow, DJ Brother Z's face was like, uh, please. Well, they made it two years great. ago. Hey, it is what it is. We were here two years ago. What's your point? That's all I got. (laughs) Touche. Hey, want to remind y'all, we're saying thank you to Associated Bank for being a founding partner of the new 1017 The Truth. Together, we're committed uplifting local organizations, supporting black-owned businesses. Hey, whatever your financial needs are, Associated Bank can help member FDIC. Also, tune in Making your money work with Associated Bank next Wednesday from six to seven PM. As Melanie Ricks will be joined by Philip Bailey, senior vice president and director of fraud prevention at Associated Bank. They'll discuss all you need to know about text messaging scams. Well, you know that little lady that say, "Hey, how you doing?" It says a picture of herself, and it's not real. Who sent me a picture? Somebody said, "Who is it?" It's Sandra. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. It's Barbie. Like, huh? What? You, are, you automatically know us to scam. Uh, cash app scams, um, even scams using the postal service. Don't become a victim of scams. Make sure you tune in to this important and educational conversation. Next Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m., Making Your Money Work with Associated Bank. Melanie Ricks, along with Philip Bailey, Senior Vice President, Director of Fraud Prevention at Associated Bank. Next Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Did I say that again? Next Wednesday, 6 o'clock, right here on the new 1017, The Truth. 833-212-1017 is the number. So somebody on the talking text line, I can't find who, who. Hang on before we go. Uh, Talking text line says, I would simply say yes. I was 15 years old. This is what Wayne said. I'm smart now that I I'm smarter now than I was then. Um, And I think he's saying something was unacceptable. Um, Nobody knows if he was watching, preventing or aiding the situation. It feels like sometimes people take shots when there's an opportunity versus really being offended. Sure. Absolutely. We live in a society of victims That people will go out of their way to find a reason to be offended. They will say, Something you said doesn't fit our values and our ethics. And I'm like, Oh, okay. All right, bye. At like everybody's finding a reason to be offended. Everybody's finding a reason. You can't have a difference of opinion. You can't have a difference of belief. You can't have a difference of viewing anything. You can't have a different perception. We decide what you need to think. We decide what you need to say. We decide where you need to be. It, it's, it's, it's to the point where I'm, I'm tired of it. And if you're offended, leave. Leave. If you're offended, say something. But at some point, I I think it just goes too far. I think we go too far because we're always telling other people and then you get groupthink, right? He's wrong, right? Everybody, yeah, because nobody wants to be the opposite person that actually doesn't believe it. Because then if you speak up, something's wrong with you. Because you know, if you want to be, yeah,
0: then you're the crazy one,
1: right? Then you're the crazy one. Because you know, if you want to be a Republican and you don't believe this, well, something's wrong with you. If you want to be a Republican, you don't, you don't back Trump. You don't back. Oh, you don't believe in. And if you're liberal, Oh, you don't support this. You don't support that. Oh my God. Are you a denier? Are you a, Really? So now we start labeling people we disagree with because we do actually live in America where people can actually differ. Like they can actually disagree and it'll be okay. But sometimes we go overboard. Sometimes we seem to think that if people don't believe what you believe, then you have to change them. They have to be, well, we have to get rid of you because when, when you're over here, you, you have to think like this. When did we start that? When did we start anytime a woman says a man did something, we are to believe her no matter what, with no evidence? And no, Like what? Like when did we start that? When did we start, if you say something about somebody, they have to actually prove they're innocent instead of you giving evidence that they're guilty? When did did we start that? When did we start hearing that somebody said something, calling for them to resign when we didn't firsthand hear anything they said? I heard somebody said something. What do you mean you heard somebody said something? Did they say it? Well, I don't know. This is what I heard. That's what everybody's saying. And because you trust the person that told you, you repeat it, and now it turns into this thing. And the only way to fight it is to actually fight it. The only way to fight it is to go to the person and the people and deal with it. Because otherwise, it'll just fester. It'll just take on a life of its own. Let's take a flip back. Jerry Jones was in the picture. Like, what does that mean? Hey, we found him in the picture. It's not like you found him in blackface. Like we found some some people and they were able to talk their way out of it because people liked them, right? It's it's just weird to me that we do that. Let me give you a story. Back in the late 70s, if you think things were hot in the Middle East today, they were significantly hotter back then. And so I used to attend the University of Illinois at Chicago, and I happened to, at the time, be the building manager for the Circle Campus Center. It was the CCC, right? It was the big building right at 750 South Halsted and it was the it was the student center it was the administrative building one of the administrative buildings for the University of Illinois at Chicago one day there was a protest and so me being i don't know 18 19 years old maybe 20 I didn't really grasp what the protest was about, but I was the building manager. So, you know, I had to make sure there was security and they had the university police. I think even the Illinois State Patrol was there. Maybe some Chicago cops and people were protesting. But at the time, I really wasn't a real, like, political person. I "Mm, like protesting, okay. But I remember one of the groups that was protesting was the B'nai And so... For those that don't know who the B'nai Barith are, um, let me me see if I can explain it in in the best way I know how. It's an international group that, That is a Jewish service organization committed to the security and continuity of the Jewish people in the state of Israel and combating anti-Semitism and other forms of bigotry. The other group that was on the other side protesting, right? I found out later had roots with Yasser Arafat and the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO. So I have Jewish people on one side, Arab people on the other side going back and forth at each other, right? Unbeknownst to me, somebody was in the crowd taking pictures of everybody that was there. Now, granted, I don't even remember what side I was on. I remember moving around the actual place, right? I remember moving around because it was on like the second floor and it was near the staircase and everybody was screaming and hollering and hollering at each other across the way. But then I also remember people being there taking pictures. So you don't think anybody, oh, you got reporters here taking pictures. Later, when I became a law enforcement officer, that was brought to my attention. Hey, so back in 1979, uh, you were at such and such a place and so I I did what any other human being would do. I did a, um, a, a what we call a FOIA, Freedom of Information Act. I did a FOIA request on myself. And it took, I don't know, six months, seven months to get it back. Because this was later when I was in my law enforcement career. And I thought, you know, that's kind of weird. Like, why did that come up? I mean, I'd been cleared to go some other places in America. So I thought, eh, it's no big deal. Come to find out, FBI had a file because I was actually there. So because I was there and they really didn't know what my politics were, if I was with B'nai Barif or the PLO, poop. there I was. And I just always thought that that was an odd thing. But can you imagine today if if and I don't know who I was standing in front of if that picture resurfaces and now it shows I was in front of the Palestinian Liberation Army. Oh, my God, you're against you're anti-Semitic. Then what? Do I lose my radio show? Do I lose my job? Do I lose my house? Do I lose my like at what point do we go? Hey, wait a minute. That was in 1979. And he was like 19, 20 years old. And like what? Like, have we lost our way of freedom of speech? Oh, I remember what it was. We lost our forgiveness.
0: More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. As we wind it down, I want to remind you that black-owned businesses are the cornerstone and backbone of the black community. From the classic barbershop debates to the local family-owned restaurants we enjoy, these fond memories show the greatness of what Milwaukee was, is, and will be. This is why the new 1017, The Truth, and Associated Bank have teamed up to rebuild the backbone of Milwaukee through our Black-Owned Business Giveback. Our goal is to help local Black businesses grow and succeed together. The Home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away this final month $2,000 worth of free commercial advertising for one month to the first 10 Black-Owned Businesses who go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to sign up each month. December is the final month. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, member FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. I came across a bizarre story on the Daily Beast on Newsbreak. And somebody sent it to me in the talking text. It said In a sign of the times for Vladimir Putin's twisted Russian regime, a regional governor has been backed by the state Duma after saying the descendants of African American slaves are to blame for the country's growing crisis. Vadim Shumkov, governor of the Kurgan region, said Russian society was collapsing as exemplified by the rising rate of suicide and depression among young people. And it can all be traced back to the popularity of black American stars in the music industry. In a bizarre rant posted on his official Telegram channel, Shumkov described a gaping hole of emptiness at the center of Russian culture, which he argued was not the result of poverty, war, or rampant corruption (laughs) in Russia. Wow. But an underestimation of the importance of native national culture. Many of our children, he said, are growing up without knowing or remembering their kindred tribe. Claiming that they are instead singing songs written by the descendants of African American slaves, often playing, get this, the ape and imitating the habits and language brimming with, frankly, second rate quasi cultural vulgarity. Clinging to this secondariness and being proud of it. Hence the growth of overt spiritual emptiness, depression suicides, the lack of meaning in life. Do Russians actually believe in God? I thought communism was a godless society. That's interesting. Maybe I should write him a letter. Or better yet, maybe I should send him a link to the podcast so russia is now blaming black people for their problems you might think it has something to do with the fact that they don't want to go to the ukraine to fight in a useless war just, just maybe that they're starting to see that communism doesn't really fly in a democratized world anymore. You think they just might recognize that there are other things and that when they look at China and how they're squashing people who speak out against communism in China, that they might want to do the same thing in Russia. The fact that Putin is trying to bring together the union of Soviet socialist republics Back to the old days. I think once that genie got out the bottle, I don't think it's ever going back. I find that interesting that now we are actually saying in Russia that their problem in their country is us. So now you got Russians blaming black people for their issues. having never really thought that they're the problem. Interesting. Though Shumkov did not mention Russia's war with Ukraine as a possible reason for the bleak mood in the country, He went on to hit at a growing rift between ordinary Russians that he blamed on outside forces, claiming that a a neglect of native culture has led to a biblical Cain and Abel situation with brothers pitted against brothers by foreign well-wishers who see them as expendable. While Shumkov's responses and remarks were simultaneously mocked and criticized on social media, the Russian state, Duma, their newspaper and media, found nothing offensive in his comments and and added that there's nothing inflammatory. I mean, he actually used the term African-American and that's yeah. This is ridiculous. Another reason not to deal with people like that. Maybe it's just me. I don't really get it. Maybe something's wrong. Yeah. You know what? It's me. I guess being an African-American male, I, I I don't understand the European way of thinking, the Russian way of life. Hey, maybe that's what's wrong with America. Black music. Uh-oh. Now we got to call Jay-Z and Beyonce. Tell them to be careful. Russia might be coming. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. But, you know, if you ask me, I say just listen to us live 24 hours a day on the Truth app or at 1017thetruth.com. Tori Lowe Show's up next. And then we got some basketball coming up at 6.30, 7 o'clock. Tip-off with the UW Panthers. And... And... Make sure you check me out again at midnight and at 5 a.m. And come tomorrow morning, you got MKE in the morning. Thank you, DJ, Brother Z. Appreciate you, brother. As always, God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22 hours.